0: Uh, talking about uh, the happenings of yesterday and what we're looking forward to today. Free market?
1: Yeah, uh, Mecca's floor actually went negative. They're now paying people to take Mecca's. Uh, I think that was the big news from yesterday.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we're going to lead every daily uh, AM show with some kind of Mecca update that just gets more ridiculous. And, and, and um, you know, as that situation continues to just be... Uh, absolute dumpster fire but Uh, but we won't talk too much about mecca today what Um, is with these social engineering attacks kobane what is going on (laughs) we're going to touch on that i do want to just uh lead off uh the segment today with a quick disclaimer We always appreciate when people want to take part in the discussion, Uh, but I do just want to tell everybody we do have the Q&A and the live chat at the end. We can talk for almost as long as you want at that point. But while we are doing the live show, just save it for us. You know, we get into a flow and we want to talk about things and and kind of have some segues into other stuff. Uh, If you hear anything that we're talking about that piques your interest, you want to expand upon, you have more color or even want to correct us about it just save it till the end uh and jump in with us and and we can have that discussion for as long as you like but we appreciate uh everybody taking part in it participating but just until the uh, q a session opens up we are uh we're gonna have the floor we will look to expand the show into um some shows uh what is that called stages no, yeah, we're going uh, Twitter. to get the stages going, which is get a really,
1: stage. really much more effective way to do a show like this um, once we move up to the Moon Lounge, I believe, right?
0: Yeah, as we as we start to get some more people involved in this, you know, having 40, 50, you know, some of these morning shows or or um, just live uh, discussions have upwards of 200 people in the, in the bigger Discord. So it's just a way of maintaining a little bit of control. I see... Uh, Somebody is turning their camera on for us. I have no idea what I just saw, but I feel like I'm in some kind of like hostage movie.
1: (laughs) It happens. It happens. This is the new world of Zoom where people get, you know, forget if your mic is hot.
0: So let's, uh, let's move into some discussions here. We'll do some, some broad stroke uh, discussions after, but let's talk about some specifics here right now. Uh, Creature Toads was one of the big news stories yesterday that happened where uh, there's some debate on the exact way that this all went down. But as the story goes, they were getting ready for their mint. There was a hack on one of the mods that were in the Discord for Creature Toads. And there was the old switcheroo with the website For minting, so they they overtook the Discord. They posted some fraudulent links that were minting, or I guess basically just transferring Ethereum into their accounts, and a lot of people got burned by it. I think it was a total of 80 ETH before they regained control of their Discord and shut it down. Uh, But interesting to talk about because there's so many vectors of attack for these NFT spaces, whether it's phishing attacks in your email. Uh, whether it's you know hacking one of the mods to overtake a discord or even paying off a mod you know there's the there's a way that if a mod was in a a, you know a big drop offering them you know 20 30 ethereum to to do something shady is is definitely on the table especially when these hackers have that much to gain but everything is on the blockchain so you know these transactions show up. But what's your what's your take on this?
1: Well, I I think that it's pretty interesting to creature toads was like a viral phenomenon. This guy, just as a passion project of his, started combining uh, cryptodes and creatures and people loved it so much. I forget if it was Sartoshi or somebody uh, retweeted it and it just it became really hype. He decided to do an actual PFP project with it. And I think what was scary is that these the people who engineered this attack really understand NFTs and the discord world because they know that right now drops tend to be stealth, that uh, discords are doing weird things, surprises, shutting down rooms. I mean, it felt very much like what happened with Kaiju, like what happened with Bear X yesterday, which we'll go into later in the show. Um the the social engineering attacks are getting more sophisticated. Even just a few weeks ago, there were open sea email phishing scams where it got to the point where I don't even open my open sea emails anymore. If I see an offer or something, I'll just go to the site because it I don't want to click on anything related to my crypto wallet at this point where I don't know. It's you gotta be really aware and careful. I think. What did they say that this attack was done through the webhooks was, I believe, the, the latest story. Somehow they accessed the webhooks and a bot shut down all the channels
0: and. Yeah, there's definitely um, some conflicting reports about who's saying what. Uh, uh, Kiwi just posted a thing that said the website was changed to to say it was a planned rug by the founders. Um, The the craziest thing about the entire story was that the money has since been returned and they're finding a way to legitimately give it all back to the people. But it does feel like one of those situations where, you know, somebody got found out, they got doxxed, they were in some hot water, panicked and and then decided to fabricate a story around it as to how to give it back. And let's just, you know, shout out the blockchain.
1: How often does that happen? You can't hide. There's nowhere to hide on the blockchain. It's immutable. And it is very difficult uh, especially if it's an inside job where you're easily found, it is very hard to run these type of things on the blockchain. You see, I mean, what was the big hack with uh, poly where they gave back most of the money, right?
0: Yeah, there's, there's been a couple of them that have been pretty big deals. And, you know, some of them are white hat hackers where they expose a the vulnerability. They kind of say, Hey, look, this is what we did. You guys need to fix your shit, but here's your money back, by the way. And a lot of times they end up with a, a job rather than a court <laughs> uh, court date. But right. um, you know, the the blockchain is great. I, I think that this is sort of short term pain for long term gains. As you know, the the eco space evolves and UI and UX and all of the stuff becomes more sophisticated people are going to realize that there really is nowhere to hide. I mean, I know there's mixers. I know there's some privacy coins that can move things around a little bit easier. But at the end of the day, if you're operating within the Ethereum ecosystem, like it, it, you can trace everything back to some kind of point. Uh, and I think that in the long term, this is great. This is a, you know the most traceable money has ever been. And you know the the big discussion about Bitcoin and Ethereum was always like, oh, people use it for illegal stuff and you know them, them, drug trafficking and shit like that. But it's uh, infinitely more trackable than cash.
1: Yeah, that's a straw man. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's quite literally the opposite. It, it's more secure than cash in that retrospect and in, in that perspective. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you uh, next, we had Doodles. Uh, we had a hundred ETH sale wow. of the original profile picture that Doodles was using. It and was, this was just some random normie who got it pre-reveal, huh? It, he bought it pre-reveal. He didn't mint it. It was just picked up. He saw it reveal and he basically said he couldn't believe his eyes and he got an offer for 100 eth which is going to be a nice like almost four hundred thousand dollar payday for just some random guy who has 270 followers on twitter and uh you know he's got a nice little stack now yeah isn't that what's i mean every
1: nft project is a lottery in that sense you pull a rare and you know it can make your whole year so
0: but it's a great uh it's a great juxtaposition to what was going on in mecca and again i'm I'm not gonna go on mecca we know that story and we've talked about it way too much but to to see somebody that just got involved in a project spent a little bit of money and and got a huge payday i mean that's just a a win that everybody's got to feel good about yeah absolutely it could be any one of us yeah today maybe could be could be um yesterday we saw winter cats had a nice little rebound i think winter we were talking bears, about this earlier winter winter, winter bears, cats oh i got cats on the mire um no you don't bears, own right what's that i said we know you don't own any i don't own <laughs> any don't. no i am just holding bear market bears which i promise is gonna have their day um but <laughs> if
1: they just rename themselves to up only bears they would be good what is this i mean what are their their
0: self-inflicted wounds here I think that they've set themselves up for a nice branding play when the bear market finally does arrive <laughs> and they're going to be the hedge against the bear market. But so uh, there, go, there going was back, a big, yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, go. There was a
1: big floor sweep uh, in winter bears by art chick who you raise your eyebrow because she, she had been gifted 250. Um, she was one of the influencers hired to promote the project and I'm sure she dumped a bunch of those 250 above one E and maybe she bought 10 for 0.2 yesterday. So, I mean, it's not the white knight in shining armor, but it is a good uh, indication that the project still has some legs and they got the floor back up to, I guess, 0.38. And then they announced maybe this was the reason for her sweeping the floor an airdrop of summer bears. Uh, there'll be no public sale. They're just airdropped to winter bear holders. Uh, I, you know, we always debate: is it just, you know, more dilution of the brand? Is anybody gonna care? Um, may not be the right time to do it with the floor plummeting, but that could be the reason our chicks swept yesterday.
0: Well, I do appreciate that this project is already delivering more value to people than the eight 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 uh <laughs> drop but <laughs> uh i kid i kid oh we got somebody else there wearing a mask hey now no idea what's going on there speaking That's of not you, eight, speaking
1: of 888 i think shamdao made some moves yesterday too
0: yeah so interesting uh interesting stuff happening in the dow space particularly in the mutant cats again mutant cats picked up a fidenza yesterday for 200 ethereum um that was a huge purchase they just keep moving along their floor last time i checked was still at about 1.5 so never really had that dramatic dip uh we're at almost three at one point if not a little bit more but you know they seem to find uh some solid ground at about one and a half ether Uh, interestingly enough that is a staking token the staking has been live they're switching contracts right now but they generate 10 fish a day and those fish are worth uh, $3 USD right now, too. So even just holding one of those is getting you a little bit of capital every single day. I think this is the first Dow move
1: I really like. I mean, I love profile pictures, but we were obviously getting a little frothy there. I mean, we've seen Toads and Cool Cats take 50% haircuts over the last week. And generative art, which has largely been forgotten about by most NFT traders uh, is just sitting there down 80%. And it's, I'm sure, building up for a really big run. So we were talking about these DAOs do have to make splashy purchases right out of the gate to maybe get some headlines. But I'd be focusing on undervalued stuff, not stuff that's frothy.
0: Yeah, I think that you'll start to see some of these DAOs voting on maybe sweeping the floor with... 20 ETH of a, of a project that has a lot of high upside, uh, it's, you know, it still has a little bit of a buzz to it and they really kind of kickstart a, a run on those. Right. I think why they not have a lot take- more control and ability to do so.
1: Why, why not take a VC approach to it and invest, you know, you take 200 E, you invest 20 E in 10 projects. You just need one to, to be successful and you, you do a lot better than buying a blue chip.
0: Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, speaking of making a splash with these big NFT purchases, uh, the head DAO did buy that CryptoPunk. They have since bought a Bored Ape yesterday. They bought a Virgin Bored Ape. So I guess there's a mutant that's coming along with that, if I recall correctly. They bought a Gary V Poodle and now the DAO is voting on um Uh, A Kongs. So, you know, they're they're moving quickly. They're spreading out a lot of the the Dow funds into these projects. But, you know, I'm watching closely to see at what point they start buying these low cap, you know, sub one ETH floor projects.
1: A Gary V. Poodle. Someone's going to have to explain that one to me. (laughs)
0: Oh, the V friends. They bought a V friends.
1: Yeah. Cool. Oh, I know. I know what it oh, is. I yeah. said, someone's still going to have to explain <laughs> that. <one.
0: laughs> yeah, no, that one didn't make me feel good. Um, But that, that project just is one that doesn't go away. And, and Gary has such a rabid fan base that honestly, anything he stamps his name to is, is going to be good until it's not. But yeah, definitely looking for some more, um, real blue chip out of them yeah absolutely so yeah next thing we had up was um actually that's really all we had for the the talking about the projects but the one big thing that we had been discussing the other day that i thought would be an interesting thing for us to touch on is you know the topic of gas wars Uh, a lot of these drops are looking to do uh you know, full white list. The Bear X actually was a huge thing. Actually, let's talk about Bear X for a second because that was probably the most interesting ha- thing that happened to, um, to the Discord space yesterday. Besides the hack, and a bunch of us were hanging out in voice chat waiting for the drop. It got delayed. Their Discord was an absolute shit show. Uh, it kept crashing on them. Nobody could post anything, and the drop was uh, was a very interesting experience because of it.
1: Yeah, and uh Alpha Mint is 0-2 on these uh, <laughs> on these whitelist contests so far. We did the same thing with Kaiju. We got the Brain Trust together and they had released 14 questions. We really didn't know what to anticipate from Bear X, and we were all gathered around at 5 p.m. Eastern when they told us to, and the server crashed, and it was just a uh, madhouse after that. The server was delayed at least 12 minutes. Anyone trying to post a message uh, wouldn't see it go up for 12 minutes. You could search the sidebar for the mods and you would actually see a message show up there 10 minutes before it posted in the actual channels. So the server crashes. People can't even log into it and they decide they're pushing it back to 6 p.m. So we all kind of go away. We come back you know, a half hour later, waiting for it. And then kind of the same thing happens at 6 p.m. There's a server crash. Uh, It's delayed maybe another, I think 15 or 20 minutes before finally a room pops up and it says whitelist. And we were waiting for a room to pop up. We didn't necessarily know what you had to do when you got there, but again, the Discord was suffering from a major delay. So there's no announcement in the announcement channel yet. Uh, everyone rushes over to the light list, the whitelist room, and it's just hundreds of addresses being posted. Address, address, address. Well, you know it's a quickness thing, so everyone assumes. Well, I'd better just post my address as quick as possible, and that w- did us in.
0: Yeah, and and much to everybody's chagrin, there was a six-hour cool-down on messages in there. Um, some people found that they could edit the message, but uh, others couldn't. There was a lot of confusion as to what was going on. But I, I think the biggest thing that kind of screwed the whole process up was that the actual announcement that they dropped was also delayed. So they opened up this room and they swear that they opened up the room and posted the message at the same time. However, it took up to two minutes for that announcement to show up that actually gave the instructions as to what the game was. And the game was you had to do a hand-drawn bear and a hand-drawn signature of your Discord name and number on there, as well as write chomp on it. Now that didn't get relayed before the whitelist submission was open. And uh, people had a lot of frustration with just getting caught up in the hype and the way that it all happened. Now I have a couple of mixed feelings about what happened here. I personally think that this could just be a masterclass in creating, sustaining hype and finding a way to whitelist your entire project a la Kaiju and guarantee a sellout at whatever price. Um, we saw with Kaiju and the the rabidness to get any whitelist spot, they 100% guaranteed that this thing would mint out with no question. And the secondary sales on OpenSea were absolute madness afterwards as well. And you got to wonder if maybe there's some marketing genius behind this, and I'm not trying to pull the conspiracy theory card, but, you know, people watching all of the stuff that kaiju did right and wrong um might be able to say if we create enough frustration if we create enough scarcity of whitelist we can continue to just open up the whitelist be you know the good guy bear x team that just keeps giving more and more uh, whitelist spots to our, our our rabid fan base and eventually you're looking at an entire sold out project before the contract even goes live
1: yeah, I, th- I, I hope that's what they're doing because I still really want to get on that white list. But, you know, if I was starting an NFT project, that's exactly what I would do. You it's it's, you know, maybe there's a little bit of uh, puppetry on the part of the mods. But at the same time, you're creating organic engagement because people are in the in the discord, not just typing words to get to a certain level. But they're in there creating content to try to get on this whitelist. So sure. you you create this really great vibe and organic content. And if I were starting an NFT project, it's absolutely how I would do it. I'd pretend the whitelist was really small, like, as you know, 500 or 1,000 people. And then as it continued to build, I would just release more spots for different reasons, get people excited and build that way.
0: Well, one of the interesting things that I saw, too, was... You know, if you go into Instagram um, and this is not NFT related, but one of the big ways that people drum up a lot of engagement and get high, high ranking stuff on the algorithms is they'll purposely put uh, typos in their stuff or like weird math or something because people are so inclined to point it out and talk about it that you know they they rank so high on the algorithm just because of that engagement. And one of the things that bear market or sorry not bear market, bear x has done is some pretty shoddy math in their their stuff too and and people were very very quick to point it out. And again, it's just that like more and more and more stuff to talk about, more and more and more engagement and it just keeps that ball rolling. And again, I don't know them. I'm not in the private, you know, back room smoking cigar and drinking scotch with them but uh sometimes i wonder how much of this is intentional if even if it's all in good fun yeah absolutely
1: i mean the only eyebrow raise with them is that their announcements were really inconsistent early on not not like typos and math but tagging everyone for weird things making information public you'd think they would wait to make public. And it kind of looked like an amateurish operation that wasn't even close to having the NFTs ready. And then their most recent announcements could, as Cobain said, be a masterclass in marketing. And it does look like the project is relatively close to launching. It's not a month or two months away. So, um, yeah, we'll see uh looks like it. it's funny because one of the first contests in kaiju was find the typos on our website and we'll put you on the whitelist <laughs> go, go check our website if there's any typos so this
0: you know, the barracks get- project is going to mint out it's oh, hopefully yeah. not going to have a gas war because everyone's going to be whitelisted the secondary sal- sales are going to be crazy and if it's not it might be a, a signal of the end of like that era of profile pictures. But I suspect that this thing is going to do well. Yes, absolutely. And then the last thing that I, oh, we were leading into this discussion when we we started talking about Barracks is just the gas discussion. Um, you know, a lot of projects are going out of their way to avoid gas wars. There's a lot of people that say gas wars are great for a project as it helps create some stickiness. Uh, it creates some... Um, you know, it it raises the floor a little bit. If you have a 0.05 ETH drop and people have to pay double that in gas, all of a sudden your floor is looking pretty nice. Uh, It creates a lot of people that get stuck on the outside looking in, looking to purchase off of the secondary, but it also favors people who are very liquid and willing to uh, jam up the way just to grab some.
1: Yeah, I think that The advantage to it has obviously been the marketing and hype that surrounds the gas war. But as we can see with Kaiju as a great example, there are other ways to garner this type of hype. So I I think now that people have seen the playbook more than once, uh, people are going to shift that way. It's cheaper. It's uh, better for a community. And uh, I think it's a smarter way to build a discord a community and engagement.
0: But where do you yeah. fall on the fact that, you know, the gas war is kind of an indicator of how much the network is being used? Obviously, community of an entire network is is arguably the most important aspect of, of these blockchains. I mean, you know, Bitcoin is the, the OG of OGs and it has by far the most rabid maxi fan base but Ethereum is number two and there's been many before it and there's many that's come after it that can do what it does better. And yet it still holds its ground because as I think we're on the same page about this, but the community is just so strong. The dev community is so strong. It's almost like owning beachfront property.
1: And exactly. So I, I think you know
0: the two main points
1: here are that your, your blockchain needs passionate devs to succeed, period, because it's what's, you know, the blockchain is the blockchain. Anyone could copy that, but it's what's built on top of it uh, that's exciting. And right now, for better or for worse, we're all stuck on L1 paying these L1 gas fees. And the other big point to me, and I think people ignore this all the time, is that decentralization is not cheap when the only regulatory mechanism is price it's going to be used and that is what's happening here so the you can't have true decentralization that's free that's or cheap that is why you know Binance or Solana or all of them have this centralization to them because you can't have low decentralized fees by nature so l1 is necessary and will always exist as a global banking and security layer. But I am guessing over the next few years, things like NFTs, which need to be accessible to people who pay $20 to $60 for a video game or a movie, you know, because NFTs are entertainment. You're trying to steal hours away from Netflix or AMC. Um, That that is how I think it's eventually going to unfold. But for the foreseeable future, we're stuck on L1. It's where the security is. I mean, I you. There's no conceivable way I could see OpenSea moving to an L2 currently or the current NFT space doing it currently, though I'm not technical. So I don't know the reasons behind that, but the people I trust say that's the case.
0: Yeah, I think it's a it's a great discussion. There's a lot of sides of it. There's whales that say gas wars are bad for the community. There's whales that say gas wars are good. There's people on all sides of it. Um my own confirmation bias is telling me that some of the biggest returns I've ever had are the ones where I've gotten into some pretty big gas wars. Uh it always I shouldn't say it always. It seems to work out asymmetrically high when the ones that go off go off at the uh, Galactic Apes was one that I believe I had to put about 12,000 guay into. And I mean, that thing just never looked back. So it's it's interesting. I know that's a very small sample size of what we're talking about. But I know it's some people have big wins on, you know, the times pieces and all of that.
1: Yeah, it's a direct measure of demand. I mean, I you know. It's good and it's bad it's It's nothing. It's just necessary right now, so that's that's really what it comes down to it 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 has good you it has good angles, it has bad angles, but it is what it is right now. I think that in general, you don't want them if you can garner the same type of hype without them, and we're seeing people figure that out now.
0: So. Yeah. For sure. And I think the ones that are figuring it out are doing it in a way that they're still fostering that strong community around their own project. Uh, but, you know, there's so many people and these projects are so scarce that uh, the projects aren't scarce. The The amount of them that they're producing are scarce. So when you have 30, 40, 50,000 people in a discord trying to get onto a whitelist and you're only dropping 10,000 NFTs and a max of two or three or four per wallet, there's a lot of people looking. Um, from the outside in and right. uh, many of them will continue to try and get in after the fact. So, yeah, I think that, I think that what bear X is doing, I think what Kaiju did in the grand scheme of things is, uh, is good. Orcs, orcs was a, a great example of that. Well, it was funny because I think up until maybe
1: a few days before they were totally set on releasing 300 to the public. I mean, 300, like, are you cra- That would have been the stupidest gas war I've ever seen. Yeah, with, with only 300 available, so it's good that they decided to do the 100% whitelist, and I think it's going to be the future with hype projects. Period.
0: Amazing. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna finish up. That's what we've got for the. Uh, well, know. we we have FMC's whitelist of the
1: day. Oh uh, right,
0: how could I forget?
1: Project Redacted. If you guys don't know it, uh, it was dropped by. I will have to go look because I have forgotten, but you can shout yourself out. Anyway, you can get on the whitelist by boosting the server or I don't. I shouldn't say that you get an OG role. And while they haven't made any specifics yet, you can get an OG role by boosting the server. The only other way to, to get it was by being there early. And right now there's 35,000 people in the server and 1,600 uh, OG roles. So... It seems like the OG roles are going to get on the whitelist, and all it takes is a server boost, no engagement, nothing. So, if you can do that, uh, project redacted, I'll drop the invitation in the
0: invite spam. Uh, oh my god! I thought you were just saying redacted as like a no, way of keeping it no, secret. Pro-
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Project redacted. Uh, and shout out to Dangy for pointing out that the server boost can get you that OG role. Again, no guarantee the OG role gets a whitelist, but given the ratio of OGs to total members, that is my guess uh, as to what's happening there.
0: Sick, yeah. Post link and we'll we'll all check it out.
1: Yeah, I, it's actually the second one up already in Invite Spam. Uh, I'll post it again just in case, but
0: wait, that's weird. Yeah, it is right there. Cool. Joining in now. Um, all right, guys. So after after that, we are going to move into our Q&A and just uh, open mic session. If uh, If anything we spoke about piqued your interest, if you have any clarification or color on what we talked about, always love to hear it. Any questions or anything you want us to look into? Also love to hear it. So um, I see that Scott has his mic unmuted. Uh, I guess we could throw it out to him first, although it looks like he remuted his mic. So I'm not sure. Hey, guys. Scott. Uh, So ETH is above. I I didn't catch the whole show, but I see ETH is above 4,000. I don't know if you guys talked about that. (laughs) What, What does that do? Actually, that must have happened like while we were discussing the show and happened because on the way, uh, when we were talking before, it was at about 3,800. 3,800. Bitcoin is 66K right now. Wow. That's a new number. (laughs) That is a big number. Yeah.
1: That is a new one, too. Very interesting. Uh, Yeah. I think that I've always said the knock on effect of a spot rallying. Certainly has a very short-term and immediate effect of removing liquidity from NFTs. The volume goes away. The adage goes that people rotate back in Ethereum to take advantage of those gains. I think it's a very transient effect, uh, and I think that Ethereum going up in the long term uh, is not going to affect NFTs until it like doubles and gets to eight thousand or ten thousand, and then you may see a repricing, but. The knee-jerk reactions we see when it's up 5% on a day is just that to me, a knee-jerk reaction.
0: I think the interesting thing to watch as well is as these Coinbase wallets start to move into the NFT space, uh, how the pricing mechanism is going to look, right? If if the pricing on uh, the Coinbase marketplace is in dollars, you, know, you might see a, a retraction of the actual Ethereum value on these projects um as as the price of eth moves up you know do are people willing to spend uh ten thousand dollars on a project as opposed to four thousand dollars on a project when you know eth reaches that level or if uh you know is that propensity to spend the same amount of ethereum still going to be there like in that situation does one eth equal one eth or are people going to scale down their actual dollar purchases of these things? I think it depends on the collection. Uh, That's why
1: I've always said you want to know what the whales are doing, like watch what they're buying, watch what they're passionate about and care about, because to them, one ETH is one ETH, and they're going to keep bidding up things they love and want, whereas the mid caps and the low caps, I think they're going to be very, very affected by Ethereum rallying a lot.
0: (laughs) Do you think that how Coinbase how Coinbase lists the price is going to have an effect, though?
1: Yeah, I, I absolutely do. I, I like think even that-
0: independent, even independent of the price of Ethereum, whether it's gone up two x, three x, or gone down by twenty percent, um, I'm, I'm actually been trying to think a lot about you know just how they decide to list the projects.
1: Right, I I I, I am one hundred percent of the camp that it should always be listed in Ethereum. Uh, even having the dollar amount in parentheses should be small and hard to see. Um, <laughs> it's just not. It, it it you know if if the next phase of NFTs are mass adoption, price is going to be an issue.
0: Well, one of the big knocks on on crypto and and things that people have especially as um el salvador you know made bitcoin legalized tender was oh you're never going to see things priced in bitcoin you're never going to see uh things priced in cryptocurrency it's always going to go back to that dollar value but as these things pick up market share of the entire you know currency of an ecosystem you will start to see that and you know at some point maybe in the future it might be 10 years it might be 100 years but you know the the nominal dollar value of things could be in that in in the crypto the cryptos yeah i i definitely could see that so
1: i i i wouldn't put it past coinbase to do that though i think initially it will be priced i mean they want to move nfts too they're probably having the same discussion. Like, will we move as many if it's priced in dollar?
0: I still think that the the people that win most are going to be the Coinbase stockholders. Oh, yeah. I mean, that stock is <laughs> rallying
1: the last few days. Something fierce. I mean, Yeah, actually, uh,
0: the, a big, big deal is that they just announced that they are the official uh, crypto wallet or partner of the NBA and the WNBA, which I mean, that's a massive, massive brand that was willing to, to slap their logo on uh, anything crypto. I mean, that's that's huge. Very big. I, I think that the NBA
1: is one of those forward looking uh, organizations when it comes to crypto, even the players. I mean, we see so many NBA players into crypto. Shout out Jonah. Uh, there's just it, it, it's it permeates that culture and they they love board ape. You know, Bored Apes was a Top Shot creation. There was guys in Top Shot who came up with Bored Apes. And, you know, Top Shot Discord were the first people to know about Bored Apes. And it's Steph Curry
0: owns a Board Ape, I believe.
1: Yes, he does. He bought one recently. Uh, and a Punk, too. Does he? Um, I don't
0: remember if a Punk. All, he did buy something else. I don't remember if it was a Cool Cat or a Punk. Yeah, actually, I think you might be right about the cool cat. But, you know, this again, yeah, the NBA is a very forward thinking organization. And, you know, we might not be too far away from seeing people be able to buy NBA tickets uh, or even NBA franchises in Bitcoin if it comes to that. I'm sure Mark Cuban would love that. Yes. in Dogecoin for sure. (laughs) Uh, Did that answer your question, Scott? We kind of just started going all over the place with that. Did, did you guys talk about it? Earlier? What is this redacted project? I'm looking at the Twitter now and it says it's launching today. Like, what yep. is this? Well, 35,000
1: people overnight in 24 hours uh, that nobody knows anything. That's pretty much it. Stealth launch, quote unquote, <laughs> happening today.
0: I don't want to create uh, panic, but it's Banksy. No, it's not. I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't hold me to that. I say that about every project, so yeah. I support this uh, analysis.
1: I mean, has anybody
0: that's in here been in the Discord, or like what's the vibe? I'm just looking at it through it right now. It is, it is pretty wild. It's just, yeah,
1: rabid, crazy people thinking they're in on the next big thing. I can't tell anything about
0: the project from the Discord. The new trend is to just tell nothing about your project.
1: Yeah, the roadmap is blank. The announcements are just about getting the role of OG holder. There's no official links. I guess there's an invite competition to get an OG role to 15 invites, which is we, we all agree we don't like that type of marketing. Um, so take that 36,000 Discord number with a gigantic grain of salt. Um, It looks
0: like the dev did Ether Bananas. Yeah. What's that project? Yeah, I think
1: somebody mentioned that the person doing this has done a lot of projects that are short term uh, and fizzle out. So something to keep in mind. But, you know, if you're in on the presale, could be a quick flip.
0: So this guy on Twitter, Homer uh, Eth, is the founder of Ether Bananas, who's also involved in the project Redacted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ether Bananas is like a, it's like a pixelated banana, banana with multiple random traits. And right now the floor on it is 0. 0.4. So it's, mm. uh, I'm just trying to think about, or trying to figure out when this was, it was minted 12 days ago. Okay. Um it's it's had almost 600 ETH in secondary volume. Nothing crazy. Uh, I don't. I have no idea what their what their game plan is. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna watch it with bated breath and see what happens. I don't know. I'm gonna be aping into any uh, gas wars or anything with that, but you know, maybe I'll throw the server boost and see and report back on if that gets me an OG role.
1: Yeah, exactly. I got mine in like 15 minutes.
0: Oh, did you you boosted it and it worked?
1: Yeah, fifteen minutes. How okay. long ago did you do it? Uh, this morning, maybe an hour ago.
0: All right, let me try it. How, did you have to boost it a certain certain amount or nope, just once? Once? Did you have to tag them at all, or they just gave it to you? Nope i
1: i i had kept uh just say just engaging in there, saying good morning, and I'd like to speak to a manager, but I didn't tag any.
0: Okay, so boosting the server, I'm just gonna do it right now. Yeah. Boost activated. You just boosted, pro- oh my God, I didn't even have to put my credit card information in.
1: <laughs> no,
0: and <laughs> I, I wanna
1: say it took like maybe 20 to 30 minutes after I boosted, maybe a little less, something like that.
0: So I will uh, I will report back right now. I have just boosted the server and I haven't said anything. Cool. So I'll let you guys know. I see Dangy Wing already got a pink name there. Yep, server booster og holder and member all right so we will uh we'll figure that out
1: yeah that's just a good tip in general if you're in a discord early and you have the ability to boost it do it uh they they hand out whitelists for that uh a lot of a lot of discords do that
0: yeah i mean it's a great idea if you're willing to throw a couple bucks out there yeah All right. Does anybody else want to jump into the discussion for now? Any
1: good mints today? It just seems like there's a lot of white. It, I'm I'm optimistic about the next few weeks, but we've definitely hit a quiet period.
0: Yeah. Also, I wanted to give a big shout out to uh, to Dirty Milk the other day, and then uh, Drip Cult is setting up the recording of the show too. Uh, the RSS feed link was posted. In general, yesterday, I believe uh, we can get the link again, though. um But yeah, they're they're going to go up in in basically just a live thing. They're not not edited, not uh, no post production and whatnot. But it sounds pretty clean. I listened to an episode. Uh, it is weird listening to your own voice for a little bit, but uh, yeah, I think I think it sounds really good, and I'm excited to see what happens with it on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. Absolutely. The other thing that we were talking about, I, I, did I mention this earlier when we were, you know, doing live, um, live voice chats with, uh, you know, whitelist drops and whatnot, is that we're also looking into doing things in a little bit more controlled manner, so that, you know, we we make sure that we get the solid alpha about how to how to do a whitelist drop, so another bear's bear x doesn't um, kind of transpire again. Right. Yeah, that would be a good idea. For sure. Anybody else? Floor is open. We need to get some background music in here for uh, you know, some elevator music or something. Yeah. All right, guys. I guess with that, I am, uh, I'm going to call it. And we can, uh, we can reconvene tomorrow at 9 a.m. I'm sorry that I was late today. I did have to get the, uh, the kiddo to, to school on time. But uh, yeah, I appreciate everyone coming out. It looks like we kind of peaked out at about twenty three, twenty four listeners today, which is amazing. Uh, way better than I thought this would would ever be when we first started it. So yeah, if you uh, if you don't mind, and and we try not to plug too much, but uh, by all means, go on go on Twitter and and share the Alphamint Mint NFT uh, posts that post about this and and get the word out there, especially while this is free for the time being, and we can help grow this community. Uh, and, you know, the, the more uh, great minds that we have within it, the more alpha that everybody gets and and the more that we can all kind of succeed in this space.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Do you want to plug your Twitter as well? I think probably everybody follows you on here, but it's yeah, uh, at free market capitalist on Twitter. Uh, the spelling is weird, but you can just copy my name from Discord. Yeah, mine's at Bitcloud Cobain. And, uh, and obviously the official Alphamint Twitter is at Alphamint NFT. Actually, I should awesome. check that. I believe I got that right. <laughs> yes. All right, guys.
1: Good, good luck out there today. Uh, try to get that rare and sell it for 100E, just like the Doodles guy.
0: Yeah, we got this. All right. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your day, and uh, I'll be around in voice chat after if anyone wants to hang out, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Okay.